0: Uh, having just been on air on SEN doing the sat and the gong, an Australia show that I, I hope it's not a literal show where they make him sit in a metal disc with a turned rim, that, that would be quite awkward. Uh, I think he's now uh, driving to, to commentate some uh, rugby league for Fox. Uh, we're welcoming Matt Russell back to the station. How are you, Matt?
1: Good day, Matt. G'day team, great to be here. We were on Saturdays in the Gong.
2: You're right, abbreviated to Saturday in the Gong. We actually have a segment called Bang the Gong where we bang this imaginary, complete with sound effect and mention the best and worst thing about Wollongong. A great part of the world is an hour south of Sydney. you're right, I'm on the road bound for West Tigers against South Sydney this afternoon.
0: Oh, mate, never a dull moment in in your life. So if if we're to make you whack the gong and tell me the best thing about Wollongong, what is it?
2: The best thing about Wollongong is where we broadcast from, the magnificent Wollongong Golf Club. Last year, every Saturday morning, we seem to be almost flooded there. But this year, beautiful weather. The course is magnificent, playing perfectly. We call it the Augusta of Australia,
0: Wollongong Golf Club. There you go, bang the (laughs) gong. (laughs) Love it, Matt, love it. Uh, NRL on our mind, and we're so glad to have you, uh, up against, uh, the Tigers later today at five o'clock New Zealand time, you'll have the call for Fox on that one, but let's go backwards and look at last night, two games in particular, uh, of real interest on both sides of the Tasman, let's start off with the Panthers, smashing the Roosters, that's more like the Panthers we know, right, but surely no one predicted a 44 point mauling of the Roosters,
2: no way, no way. The Roosters during the week had said, okay, we're not attacking as we would like, but the effort is there. We just need more support. We need a bit more connectivity, was the word from James Tedesco. The coach said, we believe our problems can be fixed pretty quickly. We're going to Penrith to win and to basically say to everyone, we are going to be the Premiership heavyweights you thought we would be. However, after 80 minutes, the few question marks around... The roosters have multiplied significantly i'll start with the roosters their attack was woeful the effort was lacking they had injury concerns to jared warrior hargreaves tech injury also joey manu uh he's done ankle ligament. so two of their most senior and important players in the pack and the back line have gone down injured news came through yesterday that sam walker Had done his knee, now he'd been relegated But would have been recalled, you'd imagine, this week After the injury to Mardu So they've got injury concerns They've got huge form concerns There's speculation about Joseph Swalini maybe leaving the Roosters to go to to rugby. That's causing lots of chat and discussion. There's talk about Jason Riles leaving the Roosters assistant coaching role and going to maybe Melbourne or St. George Illawarra. So there's just a lot of noise around the club at the moment. The only way to silence it is to start winning games, but a win seems a long way away all of a sudden, even though they play St. George Illawarra next weekend, who they'd be expected to beat. Well, now it's not so certain. And on the other side of the coin, as you mentioned, Penrith made a statement, we're the premiers back-to-back, we're not going away. I've said all along, they're again the team to beat this season, and last night they were awesome, with Liam Martin returning from injury, with Jerome Luai saying to Origins Collectors, hey, remember me, I'm your incumbent 5'8", and I'm not going anywhere. They were fantastic. Scott Sorensen had a career night. They had wonderful individual performances, but the team performance was just outstanding.
0: Yeah, defensively, the Panthers have been excellent this year. I think conceding just 12 points a game. And again, another wonderful uh, defensive display. Granted, uh, quality of opposition needs uh, to be considered, as you've rightly pointed out here, Matt. But if they can attack um, you know, to that level every week, man, they're, they're going to take some beating. And we could see three in a row, which would be truly remarkable. Haven't seen it
2: since the early 80s when that legendary Parramatta team won in 81, 82, 83, it's just so tough to win a premiership, let alone go back-to-back. Three in a row would be remarkable, given the salary cap these days. It means that you have to shed players. If you're winning cops, players' price tags are going up, you can't keep them all. And they've fa- farewelled Arpi Billy Army Kikia. They're going to farewell Stephen Crichton. There are others there as well who have gone. So well done to Ivan Cleary and Nathan Cleary and the system at Penrith to just continue to generate
1: young talent. And, uh, you know, they, they might not win the COP this year, but right here, right now, they're premiership favourites, and they are, again, my team to beat. Uh, Matt, uh, Jerome Louis, um he scored a try. He made two line breaks, 11 tackle breaks, laid on two try, tries um, while running 116 metres from 14 runs. Um, that would have been one of his better displays, wouldn't it?
2: Absolutely, and it comes the weekend before the Origin team is named. You're right, it was Jerome Luai back to his best after some performances where I suppose he was a victim of his own standards. He just wasn't where he had been in previous years. And with Nico Hines... Uh, picking up dalian points regularly for Cronulla, Cody Walker playing great footy for uh, South Sydney, all of a sudden people were saying, should Jerome Luai be your New South Wales number six? Now, he is the incumbent, but the argument was, well, he was the incumbent in a losing team. Maybe it's time to go with Nico Hines or Cody Walker, and if that was the case, maybe there wouldn't have been a position for Jerome Luai even on the bench, but I reckon last night with... Ray Fiddler sitting sideline. He was broadcasting right beside me on the sideline. There's the origin coach watching his incumbent number six deliver close to a man-of-the-match performance. I reckon last night means that Jerome Luai will be the starting number six for New South Wales.
0: Uh, Matt Russell Russell is with us out of the SCN family and of course uh, working for Fox Sports uh, covering some NRL later today I want to talk about the Warriors uh, went over the Bulldogs last night 24 points to 12 Uh, Matt rather pithily I'll say I guess the refereeing was good enough (laughs)
2: <laughs> oh, it didn't take you long, did it? Did not take you long. Look, oh, was, no, no I man, I, I'm embarrassed. <laughs>
0: I'm embarrassed by some of the takes on the refereeing as if there's some sort of conspiracy. The, the people who had the control yeah. last night, the Warriors, and I thought the players were excellent in that first half. They scored that lovely try, great defensive stand straight after as uh, the Bulldogs looked to hit back, and the game's over after 35 minutes at 18 0. Credit to the Warriors, absolutely. Yeah,
2: absolutely. And, and I will say that. that I sympathise with uh, invested Rugby League fans and sponsors who feel like at times they don't get the rubber of the green. Well, you know what? That, that's true. That, that is the case. But it happens to every club. And generally, the best teams win the comp. You know, like referees aren't deciding competition. I salute so much what Andrew Webster and Tohu Harris said earlier in the week. We don't think we're being... Uh, unfairly treated. We don't think that we're not getting the rub of the green. It's up to us to play the sort of footy that takes the 50-50 calls out of the game. I don't really buy into any of the chat. That was from the, the team's leaders. I just thought it was so mature and I thought it just took all the oxygen out of the discussion and allowed the players to concentrate on playing better footy. They did last night uh, and, and congratulations to the leadership of this club. They're doing great things, the Warriors. I've got a real soft spot for your team and uh, at this stage they are looking like real top eight contenders. And I'm still trying to work out how Adam Fanua Brake is your leading try scorer though, nearing the halfway <laughs> mark of the competition. <laughs> well, what's going on with is the a- outside backs?
1: He's in fuego. He is going great guns. Uh, Hey, Matt, I mean, I'm still getting my head around rugby league. Never grew up uh, with it in South Africa, but now that I'm surrounded by rugby league uh, absolute maniacs with Ben Francis and Snake McCarty here, I've learned to love it and I've become a Warriors fan. But you mentioned the injuries to the Roosters, um, but the Warriors haven't had much squad disruption. How important is it at this midway mark now that, not only do you rest players, but how you manage the health of the squad. Um, And is there an element of actually resting your better players rather than making sure that at the back end you you don't have injury concerns?
2: Well, you might be new to the rugby league fan base, but you're very savvy already because you hit the nail on the head. When it comes to being a successful team, okay, you need to play good footy, you need to have good leadership, you need to tick any number of boxes. but, But a key element you can't control is the injuries that you have. Now, uh, a a key to any strong season is to be able to, A, have some good luck, and when you do have some bad luck, have the depth in squad to be able to handle that. And we saw last night that, you know, Ronald Volkman came in and played magnificently and that's going to be key to Andrew Webster as the long season ticks along is to make sure that when a few players go down he's got the depth of squad to cover and I reckon that they're positioning themselves really well in that regard, the Warriors Um, and yes, that they'll probably rotate some players I'm not a great fan of uh, getting too smart and trying to look too far ahead I'm a bit old school just play your best 17 each week and let the rest look after itself. But, yes, if you have a niggle or you have a player who's young and maybe just a bit mentally fatigued, I'll cop them having a rest here or there. Um, But in answer to your question, I I think the Warriors have had a bit of luck with injuries. I think they've got depth of squad. I just hope that Andrew Webster and his coaching team don't try and get too smart for themselves and think too long-term. Just put your best players out there and worry about anything down the track if and when it happens. And I reckon that Andrew Wipster's been around long enough to
0: make sure that is exactly the case. Matt, a couple more before we let you go, and I know you're on the road. We do appreciate it. The rabbits rabbits take chunks out of the Tigers later today, don't they? A bit like that that rabbit off Monty Python's Holy Grail. Uh, They'll they'll absolutely (laughs) give it to the Tigers. I I
2: tend to agree with you. As a commentator, you like to go in totally neutral and totally uh, ready for anything. But I have had a few people say to me this week that the Tigers might have won two in a row, but uh, but it's only just been been two in a row. Like, they've only fallen over the line with a fair slice of good luck. The Bunnies are the hottest team in the league right now. Five-game winning streak. They win today. They'll be the first team to win six in a row this season. And they are the sort of team... that that if they're allowed to get away, they can pile on points in a hurry. Latrell Mitchell in devastating form again after being criticised for not getting involved enough. Well, since that criticism, I've won five in a row, he's been outstanding. You you sort of think to yourself that if the Rabbitohs bounce out of the gates and get to a lead... That they might take some stopping today, so you, you know what I won't say, it, but plenty of people are saying exactly what you are saying. The Robertdos might just run up a score unless the Tigers are really really kick.
0: Hey man, I, look, look a long way down the road for us here. We're about at the halfway stage of the competition. Of course 24, 25 rounds if I'm not mistaken. Uh, if we look at it right now, there's the team in eighth, the Titans have a record about 500, five wins, four losses. I'm wondering, is there a magic number you feel a team will need to do as far as wins? Because getting into the eight has been quite bizarre over the last few years, isn't it? The Raiders finished eighth last year with 14 wins, 10 losses. The Titans the year before bizarrely got in having lost 14 games, won 10. The Sharks were 10 and 10 in the COVID hit year. The Broncos were about 500 in 2019, I think 11 and 12, and they snuck in. And the last time the Warriors were in the playoffs, they actually were 15 wins and 9 losses like in that really bizarre season of 2018. How's it shaping up? If you can keep your head above water, is a 50-50 record going to be good enough?
2: Absolutely, it could be good enough. Now, uh, 27 rounds, but given there's three buys for each team, yes. I play a total of 24 games. So 500 would be 12 and 12. Now, given how close the competition is this year, we, we are seeing such tight games and such a little difference in terms of games won between third and third eight that, that if you are 12 and 12, I expect that you're going to be right there in terms of making the top eight. So, in answer to your question, it, it is different each year. But I, I can only go on. Don't look at the don't look at the ladder now. It's a bit like the Rubik's cube because some teams have played a bye, other teams haven't. And then as the game as the season goes on, some teams would have played two byes, some teams would have played only one. It's a real messy scenario, and that's a different discussion. Should we be giving teams two points for the bye, or just leaving them, you know, on what they were the week before? But In answer to your question, I reckon 12 and 12 is going to have you right on the cusp of the eight. If you're you're 14 and 10, you're there. I'm convinced you're going to be there. So you can look at the Warriors now and look at other teams, whoever you support, and think, well, if we can get to 13 or 14 wins, we're going to be playing finals footing. So do the maths from there. Add whatever's required to the Warriors total now to get to 14 wins. And I reckon that's how many more wins you need this season to get into the top eight for sure.
0: Matt, you're a star, mate. Keep your eye on the road. Drive nice and calmly and have a great call tonight. We really do appreciate you dropping in. Let's go, Matt. Thank uh, you very much. Uh, uh,
2: unfortunately, we've got speed limits in Australia. I've got to monitor my uh, speedometer and I'm talking to you. I, I hope the audio is okay. But Pleasure to join you, fellas. Enjoy the rest of round 11 the
0: NRL. Good, man. Appreciate your time. Matt Russell joining us uh, on the way to call... The Rabbitohs up against the Tigers are part of the SEN uh, family and are calling for Fox Sports. What a a good bugger. What a good bugger.
1: He's a busy man, isn't he?